0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, friends online. Welcome to Middle Church, everyone. If this is your first day here, I'm delighted to have you. Raise your hand if it's time one. First time. Okay. If it's your first time, we're delighted to have you here. We're celebrating Lunar New Year today. Gonghei Fak Choi to you. We have beautiful music prepared and a great sermon from our beloved Gloria Moy preaching today. Our chorus, Rising Sun, is here today. Or else do you get a pan-Asian multi-ethnic choir <laughs> celebrating Lunar New Year? I love it. I love it. Friends, a, it's a good day to celebrate all things new and the Year the Rabbit, but I also think most of us woke up this morning to the news of a shooting in L.A., Uh, that happened, yes, it's terrible, happened at a party, a Lunar New Year party. Uh, 10 of our siblings are dead and 10 have been injured and that's just the current. When I say 10 of our siblings have been killed, I mean those are our people. They are our people. And so I wanna invite us to hold a moment of silence for our people and also for a country that values guns over human life. We've got to get rid of guns. People with guns kill people. Let's hold a good thought. Thank you, friends. Every Chinese New Year for good luck, there's a red envelope offering made. And today's red offering envelope will be committed to that community in Monterey County in LA, California. So let us be generous and we will get that off to them, and whatever the GoFundMe page, whatever we see first that we know is validated, I'd like us to send $1,000 is what I'm saying. I'd like us to do that. So whatever you do, middle, will make up the balance. But let's, let's be generous to our siblings. Now, look, you brought a lot of stuff with you today to church. Good things, bad things, anxiety, joy, hope. This is the place where we can be real about all the things we brought today, including that and also feel real about how much we are loved by the Holy One and how beautiful it is to be in this community together. Amen? Amen. So let's take a breath. And let's start our worship off also with an opening hymn. It is in your bulletin, and John and company are going to lead us. Welcome again to Middle Church, everyone.
1: Happy year of the Blackwater Rabbit, everybody. My name is Jocelyn Liu. I use she, her pronouns, and this is a message for all ages. On this very special day, at the beginning of the Lunar New Year, I would like to talk with you about something I love. Here's the love part. There's the love. And there are the noodles, the things I love. Uh, How many of you love noodles? Raise your hands if you do. Yes. I want to talk to you a little bit about these noodles now. So some people think that they came from Italy, but more people think that they came from China. And then from China, as you saw before, they spread all around Asia. Look at how big Asia is. Look at how many areas it has and how much of the world it covers wow that's something you're all eating noodles still are and from there the noodles spread to europe to the americas to africa Um, and so it's fair to say that most cultures many cultures in the world have their noodles and enjoy them and next time you eat noodles think about that think about everyone sharing them and how they came from china On Lunar New Year, we like to eat long noodles, so here is a recipe I'd like to share that you can all make together, you and your friends, your family, your siblings, and it's from the Kids Multicultural Cookbook by Deanna Cook, which is a great name for a cookbook writer when you think about it. Um, You have two tablespoons of peanut butter, or if you have allergies, sesame paste or sun butter. Um, two ta- three tablespoons, sorry about that, soy sauce or tamari, liquid aminos. You're starting to see a pattern here. You can mix things up and uh, substitute them. For sweetener, you might want to try a little honey. This is not product placement. Or maple syrup if you are vegans or anyone you're eating with are vegans. You could use agave syrup too. And you need a quarter cup of hot water to mix everything up. So mix up the peanut butter and the soy sauce and the sweetener and the um, water, get it all nice and smooth, and then here are the noodles, add them to the noodles, and you have, voila, beautiful peanut noodles or whatever noodles they are. Thank you. And have a happy, happy year of the rabbit. Gung Hei Choy.
2: you remain standing with me as we pray the Lord's Prayer together. We have a version in the bulletin or you can pray the one that's close to your heart. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us all sins those who sit against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever and ever. Beloveds, today is the start of Lunar New Year and a traditional greeting that I was taught saying when I uh, growing up in Hong Kong is Kung Hei Fat Choi, which is what we say in Hong Kong, it's in Cantonese, but there are several ways to say it. Um, we put our hands together like this and as we pass the peace, pass the peace to one another, you can greet in one another in this way too, so it's Kung Hei Fat Choi. Kung Hei Fat Choi. It just means congratulations, and may you have a prosperous new year. Kung Hei Fat Choi. Peace, everybody. Kashimi. That was so beautiful. Wasn't it beautiful? Oh my goodness. Today's teaching, which will be done by our dear friend Gloria, will be based on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 to 23. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled land of Zebulun land of Naphtali on the ground, on the road by the sea across the Jordan Galilee of the Gentiles the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light and for those who sat in the region of and sh- of the region in the region and shadow of death Light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called to them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Good morning, Middle Church. Good morning, fa Happy New Year. It's an honor to be up here. You should, you should see the view from here. Seriously. Uh, so would you say a prayer with me? Dear God, thank you for this rainbow of people that you brought here this morning. Uh, and more than anything, we need to hear from you today. So God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. And I'm going to unmask so you can hear me better. So for Matthew, Jesus is the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. Isaiah had prophesied that because of the power struggle between the Assyrian kings and the people of Natalia and Zebulon, who were stuck in the middle of a power struggle, they were used as pawns, and both peoples were taken into captivity after northern Israel had been conquered by the Assyrians in 722 BCE. They were sitting in darkness. They lived in poverty, they suffered from hunger, and were subjected to violence at the hands of the the oppressors. They had no hope. Of those people who were living in darkness, Isaiah had prophesied that they would have the light shine upon them. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Matthew writes for him, Jesus is the answer to the burning question. Can there be an ease to our suffering? Jesus is the embodied love, embodied light, and embodied hope. And this text gives me hope that God would send Jesus, his son, to walk among us. We who are imperfect, hurting, searching, works in progress, that God would love us so much that God would enter human history and intervene in our circumstances, no matter how bleak, no matter how dark the night of our souls, no matter how tentative our faith, how that gives me hope. In Matthew 4, we read that after Jesus found out that John the Baptist had been arrested, he picks up and he goes to Capernaum, where he settles down and begins to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah 9, 1 through 4 but there will be no gloom for those who are in anguish because Jesus, by moving to Capernaum, which was also known as Galilee of the Gentiles, he broke barriers. He went to live and minister to the Gentiles. The people who walked in darkness began to see a great light that those who lived in in the land of, of deep darkness, on them shone light because Jesus began to preach about repentance and the reign of God that was at hand. The people flourished and their joy increased because not only did Jesus go to live with the regular folks instead of the the powerful and the wealthy, he chose to live with people like you and I. And in doing so, he healed the sick regardless of their social or economic status. Well, you see, Jesus could very well have just stood off to the side and watched as people struggled, but Jesus jumped right in with us. He jumped right in and he stood with others who would have been shunned. He loved on them. He accepted them just as they were. And he taught them how to love and accept people. And Jesus was willing to take a risk for the sake of humanity. He mentored the disciples, showing them the way to the light reminding them that they were in fact light made flesh and that when Jesus, what Jesus could do, they could do. That they could create a more just society filled with love. Mm-hmm. This light that Isaiah and Matthew both talk about entered the world and darkness can't overcome it. It's here and it's now among us, in this room. Yes. It is light that is... In our hearts, and this light ignites our convictions to live a life fighting injustice. Dr. King said, Darkness cannot drive out hate, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. That light and that light that Dr. King is talking about takes root in us and radiates from within. Still, sometimes, radiates from within, and sometimes we feel like we're still stumbling in darkness. Yeah. For me and my people, we were thrust into darkness in January, 2020, when rumors were spread that COVID came from China. Now we know where that came from, and I didn't no names. Those rumors and those lies hurt the Asian communities both here and abroad greatly. The violence and the hate that we were subjected to were heartbreaking. And three years later, still stings. And here in New York, we watched as our neighborhood became a ghost town because people stopped coming to patronize the restaurants and the shops because they believed the rumors that COVID had come where COVID had come from. What was once a vibrant community, where shops and restaurants were, where shops and restaurants were crowded. They were now closed at nine o'clock at night, and the streets were deserted, and I gotta tell you, it was scary. And as the AAPI community fought and rallied, we remembered our strengths. We remembered the teachings of our ancestors. If there is light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. If there is beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. If there is harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation. And if there's order in the nation, there will be peace in this world. And as we claimed our light, we saw non-AAPI brothers and sisters coming to stand with us, shining the light of solidarity in the face of our grief. And as we continued to deal with the hate, multi-ethnic neighborhood block, block watches were formed to protect our elders. In fact, the Chinatown Black Watch, which I am a part of, is not made up just of Chinese people. Our team proves that when light breaks through the darkness, we look up and see that we are all light made flesh. Light, all light made flesh. We are each other's people. That Chinese auntie or uncle is our auntie and uncle. Asian-American stories belong to all of us and your stories belong to me. We are the light of the world, refracted in a rainbow of beautiful people who stand together to light the way to a healed world free of hate and violence. Our neighborhood block watch became the light in the darkness and a movement called Light Up Chinatown was started to literally bring light into the community that was suffering. And it is so wonderful to be a part of this beloved community that's always working hard to be loved and late in a hurting world. Thank you, family. Thank you. <laughs> and as we move into this new year, the year of the rabbit, let us set an intention to be light in the darkness. And what does that look like for you? I'm gonna tell you what it looks like for me. For me, being the light is sometimes being present and lending a hand to someone or being present in their pain. Being the light in darkness might require taking risks to stand up for justice or to call someone out for an off-colored comment. Now, if you're like me, I absolutely hate conflict. But it can feel safer to let this thing slide, but light workers that's all of us in here and everybody online, we're all light workers. Yes. We are and we must turn on the light to look squarely at what's broken so we can fix it. Being in the light in darkness also requires us to set aside time for ourselves and take care of ourselves so that we can bring light, we can let our light shine bright. And in this new year, may we all be light in darkness, the light made flesh, and may it be so.
4: first joined the middle in 2018 i went to new york city to study graphic design in 2014. until that time i didn't didn't know that i was a lesbian so living in nyc was very liberating for me and finding a church like middle was lucky for me as well because not everyone has access to church like middle not everyone can choose where they can worship What I really especially uh, liked about middle is, is it actually effectively helps people. I could participate in a butterfly program where I could distribute sandwiches to people in need. And at the time, even though I didn't have a job, I was looking for a job as a student. I still could give what I could. So big and small, it all counts. So, if you are thinking about joining Middle, please go to middlechurch.org/join, and also you can uh, donate what you could, what you could, uh, by scanning the QR code on the screen via Venmo, and and please ask uh, Middle staff if you like to help Middle a little more. So it all counts, and uh, we're looking forward to meeting you. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
2: Creator God, great illuminator of our lives, the one who sets alight your presence in each one of us, may these gifts given in a time of grief for the people of Monterey be used to bring hope, to pave the way for your light to break through, both for the people of Monterey and for all of us who experience oppression and marginalization. May it use be used to further your work here on this earth. In your name we pray, amen.
5: And
6: the chorus is in, or it's in Japanese, so just be ready.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I want to say a couple of things that are, uh, I think, important. One is we can't help but feel brokenhearted about violence directed at Asian people at last night's um, Lunar New Year celebration in L.A. For everybody Asian in the room... What? (laughs) For everyone Asian in the room... That's not my theory, talking crazy. Um, We just just want to uh, say... First of all, thank you so much for, Gloria, beautiful sermon. Thank you so much. Gloria and I have grown up together here in Middle Church. And I'm so very proud of that sermon, love. Mira, um, just thanking you for your tender heart and crying with you. Uh, rising sun, oh my goodness, just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And what we don't want to do is to ever feel like it's normal for people to get shot for just being the who the hell they are, like to get shot, period. But we're at war in this country. We are at war in this country. And what we see is the casualties of a war of ideologies, right? These are. This is a war of ideology. And in the war of ideology, um, the Second Amendment guarantees the right to carry arms. And if you weren't in a war, carrying arms might be about shooting deer. But if you are in a war, it's very dangerous for guns to be so easy to be purchased. And if you disagree with me, call me. My prayer is that we can do something about guns, so we can do something about gun violence. No other nation in the world deals with this, no other nation. It's our frickin' start-off musket, capturing slaves, taken the land by force, violence, wrote wrote into the Constitution, written into the fabric of our nation. So if you're watching this and you're mourning today, we are mourning with you. We are holding it together by red envelopes and love, right? But it is a really tough time. So I just want to take time to say that and also to say... Um, what, what I'm supposed to do right now is give you a little bit of update about Middles Rebuilding Project, and I will say that we have a congregational meeting coming in two weeks, and I will say that I will say more then, but I want to at least clarify, our facade is going to come down. <clears throat> and that is both amazing and sad. <laughs> right? Like, <sighs> Right our building burned, the facade stood standing. It felt like a sign of hope, like a sign of resilience. It felt like, well, like we are still here, right? Yeah, right? And in fact, the facade burned up even though it didn't fall down, right? It burned up even though it didn't fall down. And so the bricks are spalling, which I never understood what that means, but bricks can peel and the mortar's gone and the, um. The, the limestone is busted, and the foundation is shaky, and above head height, it's dangerous, right? It's dangerous. So we, didn't have a fight with, we did not have a fight with Landmarks Commission. We were not at war with Landmarks Commission. We're a traumatized people who lost their building, whose facade began to be in the way of a rebuild. It is in the way. So our board worked hard, Vicki and I worked hard, our our, um, consultants worked hard to come to terms with that, both interiorly and also psychically and also emotionally and then to help them see what we see, which is we can't afford someone to get hurt by a falling facade and we also can't afford to rebuild the falling facade and do church. 4.2 million dollars were invested in the facade to keep the facade. It sort of feels like $4.2 million to keep something you love, someone you love, on life support. And now we have to let it go. So please feel the both and of a day where we celebrate Lunar New Year in the midst of just absolute BS violence, both-and. We are not going to let people turn us around and stop us from being a community that loves all the people, all the time, all the ways. We are each other's people. We are light refracted into a multi-ethnic community. Those aunties killed, those dancers killed are our people lost. We must not forget that. We must not forget that. And we can also hold together the both andness of we get to rebuild on our site. And our facade is going to come down. Because our freaking building burned down. It burned. And in some ways, that means it's still burning. Can you hold that, too? We're not in glee about that. We're in thank you, God, about that. We're in thank you, goodness, that we can take it down so we can rebuild. And we have so many more things to tell you. But I just don't want that out in the world, like we're having like a fist bump, You know, <laughs> like we beat LPC. They came to understand our point of view, and we're grateful. Eight commissioners out of 10 came to see our point of view. And we're grateful. And then there's Ellen. Mm. I know. So Ellen like, used to be the chair of the Middle Church Consistory. How many minutes can you bear standing here with me? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen used to be the chair of the Middle Church Consistory. Uh, we grew up together. Ellen was the chair when I got hired at Middle Church and started started being the chair. Do you want to tell that story? Would you have to? Can you un- just yeah, let's pull that off for just a second. Okay.
6: I first came to Middle in 1999. Became a member in 2000. My first meeting on the board was t- January 2004, which was your first meeting it's on the board, meeting on board when yes. when Gordon was still here. Uh, Danita was the chair then, who's standing in the back there. Eventually, after then Tom Smucker, then I became the chair, and then. It was time for me not to be on the board anymore. And my, my uh, job then um, ended. The The company closed. And all along, we had been looking for somebody to be your assistant. Yes. And we had even interviewed people. Yes, And we were actually, I was having a meeting with you being the chair rolling off, and Cheryl, who was chair coming on, and we were all sitting there talking about the people we interviewed, and Cheryl's like, no, this person was not right. They were not this, they were not that. We need somebody who's this. We need somebody who's that. And Jackie says, I know what we need, and she looks at me. (laughs) And I got a shock look on my face, and literally her phone rang right then, and she picked it up and had to talk on the phone. And I'm like sitting there, because actually... I confess, when we were doing those interviews and I knew I was rolling off the board and I knew I hadn't been working for a year, I I said to myself, oh my God, I'm giving away my job. I I just had this this feeling like this was the calling for the last job of my career. And then you You got off the phone.
0: And then we did this thing that we do where we hold hands and look at each other like that. (laughs) And then I I hired Ellen. And she has been running my world since 2011. And it has been a ride through many dangers, (laughs) toils, and
5: snares.
0: (laughs) But also through many transitions and joys and hurdles and accomplishments, Ellen, we I could not have done these years without you. Mm. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Sit sit down one more time. So, so Ellen, so Ellen's retiring. Her last day is February second. And we have flowers for you, Ellen. Yeah. And somewhere there's a card bipping and skipping around. Who's got the card? Do you have the card, Vicki? Can I have it? Can I have it? Well, uh, we're going to put this in the card. And if you didn't sign Ellen's card, anybody on the board? Well, let me just give this to her. Let me just give this. OK, cool. All right. If you are here and you didn't sign the card, we're going to leave it unlocked for you. But Ellen, there is something really special in there that I would not mind if you peeked at. Because this supposed to give you good luck. And then we're going to let everybody go, you know, because still, we have another seven more minutes. Oh, Something really oh it's good. Did that give, did, oh, I missed that reaction. Do that one more time.
5: <laughs> good. Oh, that's very good.
0: Ellen will be off to Italy. This is a card from all of us. For some vacation time and um, is wrapping up with our new assistant, Essence Ellis, who's amazing.
6: She's fabulous. I I could not feel more settled about leaving without, um, I've been working with Essence for the last month and she just really is so incredibly smart and so quick and so kind, all of the above.
0: Could you come up?
6: We're gonna touch you.
0: Ellen, may God show up for you in all of the beautiful spaces you will go. May you feel so wrapped in love that it feels like second skin. May all the gifts that you have be poured now on nieces and nephews and sisters and brothers. And friends, may you rest like the love warrior deserves to rest, owning your own ordination and the way God called you to us, then and now. We bless you and your sweet life.
5: Amen. (laughs) Amen.
0: And with that, may you own your own child of godness. May you own what Gloria prophesied, that you are light made flesh, light wrapped in flesh, love wrapped in flesh, light refracted in all of our multi-ethnic, multicultural, many gendered, multiple sexualities. Oh my goodness, many all the things nests designed exactly as you are, just you, only you on the planet, to be you on the planet in the right place at the right time, doing what God is calling you to do, you to do, to heal the world. This is our calling. We are all ordained, blessed, sanctified to heal the world with love. May it be so. Amen.